We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. New shit. New shit. I'm David Harris. I'm Roman Presnell. We're running this. And we are very excited today to have our guest, comedian and musician, Don Black. Hi. God, wasn't that, that was tentative. beautiful? It I was so it, sweet. <laughs> was Don, great. welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was so genuine. That was good. I, <laughs> I wish liked you could have seen the eyes. Hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> that was, yeah. Okay, Don, we're going to have you come in again, okay. eat the Twix bar again, and this time just take it back a little bit. Okay. Like, take it back. It's almost like you're pushing it too much. Mm. Just say, it's great to be Great to be here. Okay, at this now it's, it's really sad. So that was too sad. Okay. I like so the split first the difference. Still. You like the first. Yeah, can we split? split the, can we, can that's we a split phrase the we difference. love. Yeah, can we split the difference? <laughs> okay. You know what? It's great to be here. It's perfect. Now. That is You're perfect. Welcome. I wish a girl would try that hard to make me uh, feel like speaking she wanted me in her presence. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish she would pretend that hard for me. Oh, it's you again. Great. That's what I typically get. Not. That's sad. Oh, huh? it's you again. Great. Yeah, which I would totally be excited. I, I can see through the lie. That's fine. This was reminding like me. This. I saw, I've seen you recently in a Geico ad, a big Geico ad, right? Right. Congratulations. Hey, thanks a lot. It's great to be here. This is how we start. <laughs> what, okay, okay, dude. We're not doing. Know. We're not. This is not a please be my girlfriend commercial. I'm looking at the audition. outline and it says we're past like the intro. We're still we're past the intro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we can just free at this point. I was gonna say free ball it, <laughs> but we can just. Well, you're in luck. <laughs> No, I, I, I was. We uh, all have something in common. Uh, it's really crazy, you know. <laughs> we seem so different, but we're really yeah, not. but we all hate underwear. Yeah. What a great thing, we all what a great bonding experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's a really great, great uh, uh, segue. Great. I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't intend for it no. to be. It's just it uh, was, it was a great experience. Uh, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I think that's really cool. Congratulations. <laughs> I think that's really cool. And for those of you that haven't seen, Don Black is on a Geico ad where he's in the mountains skiing, right? Or no, doing a on a zip line. Zip line, mm -hmm. excuse me. And you're 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 like flying down the zip line. Yeah. It was actually super awesome because the uh, the the pig is everyone. The pig seems like CG, but the, the pig's actually animatronic. So there's like puppeteers and everything. It's awesome. And so you can react to the pig. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's just the, the, and it was in Universal on the soundstage, so it was, um, it's like an all green sort of stage, and then uh, we got to like, I was like hoisted up there with this animatronic pig, and then like the stunt guys, the stunt coordinators were all 
like the stunt coordinator, I'm blanking on his name, so I feel terrible, but he's this amazing dude who was in, um, he, he was Daryl Hannah, uh, Hannah's stunt double in Blade Runner. So like you, when she does the backflips like through the room, do you, you ever see Blade Runner? Oh my God, have I ever seen Blade Love Runner? Blade have Runner. I ever seen not the director's cut of Blade Runner <laughs> is a more appropriate question. Am I question. Not, un, not watching it now? <laughs> <laughs> Would I rather be doing that? Probably not. But, no, but he's a, such a cool guy and he had all these stories oh, and like, yeah, almost like plucked out of gymnastics school and he's been, he did like, um, um, whole lots of stuff. That's cool. That's all I got. Um, that was really cool, and the director was awesome. It was really, it was really I fun, a, actually. I have a question because I'm always like obsessed with like the idea of what happens to things after shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, do you what happened to the pig afterwards? Do you know? Or was there was there like a clamor to like retain this pig? Like somebody personally wants to own the animatronic pig, or is it just like? thrown into indiana jones storage somewhere i have no idea i have no idea i was quickly ushered off off and uh <laughs> where's the pig don? from the premises don <laughs> tell us this where's where is the pig all right i've got a surprise for you <laughs> yes! yes we knew it yes! here you go <laughs> oh my god there are loose pigs in the apartment and it's alive or is it i can't the animatronic is it's too it's real it's too real it's too real <laughs> You know, I first got started with that obsession because... Have you ever seen Varsity Blues? I did. I, way back when? Way back when. I was obsessed with Varsity Blues. I'll, I don't want to just interrupt your story, but no, like, yeah, I'd, I'd seen... I'm excited I was, to hear about this. Yeah, it was crazy. I was totally like uh, infirmed at the time, so I was just <laughs> watching TV and, and the Varsity Blues ad. I was watching MTV over and over and over. Oh, yeah. And the Varsity Blue, Blues ad came on like every five seconds to the point where I was like, I'm really sick when I'm yeah, done being sick. Yeah, they pushed the shit out of that movie. Yeah, real. when I'm done being sick, I'm going to go see it. And I, I was like totally... It's like the first time I ever realized I was really going to get hooked on this, this sort of like the ad yeah and then i went and saw it and it exceeded my expectations <laughs> it was pretty i i am such a sucker for a sports movie i am too man Any i'm right there movie? with you well <sighs> varsity yeah. blues wasn't very effective on me though because um vanderbeek was sort of like the hero character yeah but he was also the asshole football player in angus which i've mentioned on a previous podcast oh that's right he's the villain in angus and is a football player so it was hard for me to not see Uh him as the exact same character from angus only like aged a little bit yeah still hadn't forgiven him for what he'd done at the uh freshman winter dance there's no way that that conversation exactly hadn't have happened like with the casting for varsity blues or somebody there (laughs) who said voiced the exact same thing they're like, well, I mean, we know he knows the world. Um, yeah, he knows the world. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets that. God, he did kill it in Angus, though. But the it. reason I brought up Varsity Blues and the whole like prop story is uh, the coach. I think he's the coach. I don't remember, but John Voight is in that movie. Right. Oh, and yeah. And I think he's like a coach. And at the very beginning, it might even be the opening shot, there's this giant statue of John Voight like in the town square or whatever because it's like, oh, the famous coach. But I always wondered what happened to this statue. Like, somewhere there was a statue of John Voight. And, like, I think that would just be such a kick-ass thing to own. Like, this proud John Voight statue. Like, it's in the prop house somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You need to be one of these creepy guys in Burbank with a studio. And you need to, like, rent out a, a studio and, like, like own a museum of, like, old Hollywood props. <laughs> Here's what you need to your, do. You your need your to future. get hired at the studio. You need to make your way in. Over a series of years, work your way up. Uh-huh. Until you get access to the John Voight statue. And then you... Pocket it. You're talking to the right man, too. I have the patience (laughs) and the dedication to do this. Um, I think we should uh, introduce Don a little bit as as far as like what you do and how we met. 
Um, the interesting story. I met David. Uh, I was working on this television show. Uh, are, are you okay to talk about this? Please, this is perfect for our <laughs> theme of our show. Please be my girlfriend. Uh, David, uh, what it was in what four seasons? Well, in some way, yeah, like basically four seasons of a show on MTV called Disaster Date, and he was basically the a dater uh, on the show. You, yeah, but you were like the you were kind of like the star of the series. Now Don was uh, <laughs> working there, and like we, I would say it was a pretty lowbrow show, but like we we had senses of humor. I thought, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're like identified, kind of like yeah, we kind of got to there's a kindred sort of thing there, and. um Anyway, but no, but you know what? Actually, like, uh, I think, like, in a lot of ways, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be, like, doing one of these. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that was like, a double hand job motion yeah. <laughs> for people at home. Double hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you you brought a ton to that. Like, it was, I was working in the story department, so um, uh, Dave, I got to watch, I was watching David do his thing, like, all the time. But anyway, yeah, so we, that's where we met, sorry. It well, was, it was awesome. it, it's interesting because it was this totally false dating premise show, you know, mm-hmm. and like that's where uh, that's where we met. And, you know, this show focuses on dating and girlfriends and stuff like that. And I just mm-hmm. realized that's and dishonesty too. Is and dishonesty. We talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like since then, like we've seen some of your stuff online and listened to uh, some of Giant. Or Is it pronounced Giant? Uh, I, people, I let people pronounce it however they want. I, I would say giant maybe more uh, like vaguely french or mm-hmm. giant whatever you want i, I want to say giant you should i like that i, think I like you it with your accent from... too yeah. you go, <laughs> we're going to see giant i'm gonna say giant. i'll be like dude giant tonight tonight bro out. yeah it's got tonight. alliteration <laughs> yeah. Giant tonight i'm gonna see that shit man you know you know <laughs> Do you yeah, get yeah. on wait list you get tickets before Shit, man, I'm on will call. Yeah, man. Shit, man. We'll yeah. get out there, get out there, <laughs> Shit, probably man. kick back some Jose out in the parking lot a little bit. I'll where, join you. Uh, where are you from? Like New Jersey or? <laughs> <laughs> it's a South Jersey. Actually. Oh, gotcha. South, yeah. yeah, it's a a blooming little neighborhood. Yeah, we're all displaced. We have little uh, Birmingham as an area that we've started our neighborhood. Little Birmingham. We're the first like. Actual within it's a terrible the United ghetto. States, it's a terrible ghetto. Don, like yeah, Roman and I went to high school together in the in mountains of North Carolina in Boone, North Carolina. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. That's true. Yeah. Wait, their accents very different though. Uh, a lot of that comes from our ancestors. You know, uh, Roman and I went to high school <laughs> well, together well. in the mountains of North Carolina. When after I it was accepted into the elocution <laughs> school. And he goes, yep, that's right. We went to school together. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> well, I remember the first time I saw Dave. Somebody's lying. What are you lying? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> We're hucksters. We're yeah. a fucking Mark Twain book. <laughs> the Duke and the Dolphin. From- we got to get out of this. Like, yeah. like, He's on to us. Well, uh, we, uh, exactly. What is this? This is all a lie. I knew it when I walked in the and I saw the fall down. It's on the side. We're in the studio. This whole thing is like this weird complex, and there's a dead pigeon on the on the stairs in the way up. Don Black is referring to this dead bird that is on the stairway uh, up into the way into the clearly apartment. been there long enough to be. A, a, something that's supposed to be there. Oh yeah, it's been eviscerated by nature, by <laughs> both a cat, we presume, but also this army of ants uh, that comes in and, <laughs> and takes it out. But uh, on his way in, Don noticed it. That's the sort of thing maybe we should clean up. 
Yeah, before we have guests. Or We're like a late. girl over. <laughs> the truth is that it disarms people immediately. Like, immediately, you get the advantage. Like, the pe- people's like, it gives people the impression that you have the upper hand. You're like, that guy is, knows more than I do. Or that, or I'm in trouble. So I better wait, be on my toes. Wait, and then you, you th- hold on, on. You think it's a game the, dead, the dead bird symbolizes, like, somebody, somebody would see that and be like, whoa. He killed that bird? <laughs> is that what no, you... No, what they would go is, whoa, maybe he killed that bird. They're always How could I know? But I'm, now I'm committed to going upstairs. So, but clearly, you know... I don't know. A... I don't know if that's true. I don't know if most <laughs> of the people that walk by think, I wonder if David killed that bird. <laughs> well, I don't... But then they you know. get in here and they meet the crazy redneck guy and they're like, oh, there's the bird strangler. <laughs> definitely that guy. Well, definitely now it, that you yeah. specified the mode of death. I mean, I was, I made an assumption. Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, once they realize the bird had been strangled <laughs> by human hands. Please do not look at Don't my hands. Don't ask me how I know that. Please do not inspect the bird's innards for yeah. ejaculate. <laughs> We weren't! We weren't! We probably still won't, but we know you did come in it now. Um, how do you know I didn't wear a condom? I mean, hypothetically, if I had yeah. done that. I mean, when Any the, ladies listening right now? Some Not people anymore. like to strangle and have sex with a bird. That my th- my, not to draw the obvious parallel, but if you can have sex with a bird, I mean, birds are pretty small, I'm just saying. You would have well, a small dick? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying that but the, bird the bird also didn't survive it, oh. so that might say another... We've taken this to a very oh. bizarre place, but I felt like I felt like I had to defend myself. felt like I was but a victim all of a sudden. you went deeper and deeper into yeah. the abyss. <laughs> You'll find I have no shame. Yeah, I actually feel guilt for kind of putting a little judgment just now in my face. I was like... And I really, I should, <laughs> listeners at home can't tell what, but really, I appreciated you continuing to heighten and pursue and explore the dead bird. Yeah, thing. I'm, I'm yeah. notorious for that kind of shit. I'm not real worried about it. We all know you didn't have sex with the bird. Well, that's, I appreciate that, you guys. Obviously, you guys. Obviously. Because sometimes it, I, I don't want people to assume that I'm a dead bird defiler sexually, so I want people to, like, respect me for, like, riding ability or... Other things, it's not like my ability to end the life of a bird and pleasure myself with its carcass. Yeah, right through intercourse, which I, I don't have that ability <laughs> at all, or at least it's not proven. Let's just say that, mm, yeah. which is fine. Don, are you? Are, are, we're just going to cut through some shit right now, and you can answer honestly, or you can okay lie. Sorry, have I taken this off? The we rest? would encourage. Oh, you did no, no such thing. Do you, are you dating anyone? Yes. Oh, nice. Are you married? No. Oh, nice. you have a girlfriend. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend? Man, you've got some serious deductive reasoning skills. Are you dating anyone? Yes. Are you married? No. Then that must be a girlfriend. <laughs> I figured it out. Now you may leave. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out. Now get Are you to married? the bottom of it. I'm not married. Are you dating anyone? Mm, not, not, I mean, it's like a date occasion. No. No, not any one person. I'll let the dead bird story answer any of those questions <laughs> towards me. Is it? <laughs> we we talk about things like t- you know funny stories sometimes that we might have had with girlfriends mm-hmm. attempts to try and get a girlfriend or keep a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
uh, my girlfriend's dog punched me in the face with her paw. That's why I have this scar on my cheek. Was <laughs> it this, like a closed fist? You see that? Yeah, like the dog, like, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> the dog has big uh, scratchy pads, and like it went, just went <laughs> like that, <laughs> like literally two days ago. So, what were you doing to him? I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> um, yeah, and now the tables have turned. Unprovoked. Now the, this isn't about me. This is about you and your pigeon problem. This is our animal violence episode. Yeah. <laughs> Went over a lot of new I listeners. I think this is ruining your podcast forever. <laughs> I know. You, I definitely know you're... I'm looking at the ticker, and I can definitely see you losing... Uh, we, our ticker we have running. Oh. <laughs> you're in the war room. Um, so what was your question? Well, I guess do she you exists. Ha- yes. Do you have any interesting stories about? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, how did you get your girlfriend? I met her on a movie. She played my sister. So you were both acting in it, right? 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 Oh, you had an on-screen romance. Yeah, and an off-screen. Well, romance. no, not an on-screen well, romance. On-screen. It actually wasn't. We met. We you were we, doing we, an incest porno flick. <laughs> We both work in the pornography business, so <laughs> I'm very in touch with my body. First off, you should know that. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that's why you're nude. Yeah. Your first exactly. experience with when I said free ball, I meant free ball like there's nothing on me. So it's not an issue of just no underpants. Um, uh, no, but so you you worked on it together and you you um, acted together and, and she, then you yeah she played my sister and then we we were just friends and then. Um, I was dating someone else at the time, and then a long time after that, uh, after my girlfriend at the time and I broke up, <laughs> I'm not getting choked up. I almost threw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm I'm having reflux. Oh, you have acid no. reflux today? It is Sunday. Yeah, Sunday is <laughs> notorious, for notorious for acid reflux. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, it is Sunday. <laughs> you have the weirdest uh, Sherlock Holmes like skills. You're like, let me... Uh, it's Sunday. <laughs> like, but I still don't understand the conclusion well, you've come to. Oh, you, at any you don't point. think so? I think the fa- I think that Saturday night is a heavy drinking night. Yeah, and then that leads to you know you know drinking a lot of booze and eating bad stuff, and you usually. Well, I'm on. A, I'm I'm fasting right now. Oh, congrats! <laughs> oh, congrats! No, that's. Are you really fasting? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Well, it's it's like this program that that where you know it's kind of like just trying to sort of like uh, figure out. I realized recently I had a walnut allergy. Oh wow! Uh, but I just thought for years that like my my tongue, everyone's tongue got numb when they ate walnuts. <laughs> for real, I'm not joking. Whoa, Since I was a little kid, was... but it was never real, like it never stopped me from breathing. I was like, if you have a nut allergy, you're probably gonna be like, oh. yeah, you I'm, I'm just clutching be like, my throat. Oh, just uh, mild discomfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for years, so I was at work. Uh, I'm I was at work at one point, and I was just like eating walnuts out of a bag, and like my mouth got more and more numb. Yeah, to the point where I was like. <laughs> I literally, and this is where I'm just like, I wonder if there's something wrong with me. I was like, something's wrong with these fucking walnuts. I like threw, threw them away. I was like, what they did? There must not be organic or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> must be some pesticide on them. Yeah. And really, it's just the actual walnut. Yeah. So I realized I have a nut allergy. So, so kind of doing this thing where you, you sort of clean everything out and then you start to figure out what food allergies you have. Gotcha. You, yeah. That's awesome. I, um, I like fasting occasionally. I, I got a juicer and I do like juice fasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a juicer right around the same time that I saw your, uh, your um, not tweets, your... Um, really? Instagrams. Yeah, or your Instagrams. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding you. 
First of all, you look very svelte, Don Black, but that is one of the reasons why I take pictures of that shit. And I sometimes I think people just are like, connect with it's people so on new, pretentious to like take photos of your juicer and what you're going to juice and stuff. <laughs> but I'm trying, I really actually do want to be kind of inspiring. If that is any truth to it, it, it makes me feel very I good. just joined Instagram. I was like, oh, David's on there. On. And I looked at there and there's like a picture of you. You're like, all these vegetables. I mean, it's such a great juice. They, I don't know. This is becoming the worst story. I, no, my dick's getting so hard. This is the whole point of the show. <laughs> I can see it's outlined in your shorts because you're not wearing Thank underpants. You. When you do that choking motion with your hands, it reveals your balls all of a exactly. sudden again. I like we're having a I know, it's because my penis gets hard. When this morning I was rushing to use up these Carl's Jr. coupons before they expired. <laughs> Breakfast biscuits. Like, I'd like oh, to- shit. This is my last day of two for four breakfast Sweet biscuits. Sweet Jesus! I gotta get to the Carl's Jr. Um, can we go together in the drive-through and I, and I'll be like, we'd like to redeem your valuable coupon. And you go, yeah, we want some biscuits too. <laughs> now, yeah, now, now, don't now, fuck man. with me. <laughs> don't fuck with me. I know you're in there screwing around doing God knows what. I'm hungry as hell. I got to work today, and I yeah, want a damn biscuit bro. now. <laughs> are Give me a biscuit now. <laughs> Don't I just you fuck master. around with it. Fast food, not fuck around all morning while I'm sitting here starving to death. <laughs> yeah. Food. Speed well, that's, it up. that's when you have to pretend to pass out, and you go, he's really starting to pass mm-hmm. out. And like, mm-hmm. She's like, uh, I, this, he comes every morning. I don't know. <laughs> I sometimes so he's angry. nice, sometimes he's, he's very angry. We don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Please, sir. Please. Hey, I will get you your biscuits. <laughs> Always has at least one article of snakeskin. <laughs> hey! Hey! Do you get a new sign? Yes. <laughs> hey! I can barely read that! God damn it, man. Well, I do need to, I actually want to clarify something while I'm on this subject because this was very difficult for me when I got here. Uh, out west, and I'm sure a lot of you know this. There was this restaurant, Carl's Jr., but in the East Coast, it's called Hardee's. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Exact same place. So I'd had Hardee's forever, and then I moved out here, and I was like, what the fuck is this weird... And it's not Carl Jr., it's, it's Carl's Jr., which is even more bizarre to me. Like, I hate saying Yeah, it. like it's a bunch of like Carl Smith and Carl Merriweather got together and started yeah. a fast food <laughs> And he owns that Carl's. Jr. It's his, but Carl's Jr. Uh-huh. But their son owns it. I feel like there was Carl's, the restaurant, and it was fine dining. It was like in Malibu. (laughs) And you take a drive, and uh, you could get fresh seafood. (laughs) Let me paint this scene for you. And and, uh, there was an offshoot, you know, that Mm. was cheaper. Right. And it couldn't be Carl's. It had to be Carl's. Junior. Or they were taking, like, the steaks that weren't of the most premium quality and making them into ground chuck, and then... Adding a lot of filler <laughs> and some pink perfect. slime, some mushrooms yeah. and onions, <laughs> mushrooms and onions, uh, a cracked egg, uh, some breadcrumbs, and then uh, and what they would then do is they You're would turn me on right now. <laughs> You're yeah. Like now you have a boner. <laughs> I can see your boner. <laughs> I love this shit. What else is on it? Say it slow. Yeah, what's on it? Some chives. It's mm. got some mayo. Yeah. It's got some on both sides of the butt. <laughs> and I go, and then he come out with something. I'm like, and it's got dill. And you're like, Dill! <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit? <laughs> what kind of burger has dill on it? Just leave. <laughs> I would love to direct a Carl's Jr. commercial. Now smell the burger a little bit. Have you, smell it. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. seen that girl walking like that? on the pier? 
and she's wearing like a turkey burger bathing suit or something like that. It's no, like, I'm look not. At, uh, for Car- this, Carl's Jr. For Carl's Jr. Oh, really? This girl in a bathing suit, and she's got these. I don't know. Her boobs just look all big, but natural too. Like maybe they weren't faking, mm. you know, yeah. in some way. They Tell like me to more. mix Describe sex more. and burgers, which is very strange. Like, they do that a lot. Totally. Wait a second. Does Carl's Jr. make a turkey burger now? Yeah, I guess Probably. so. They make a burger a out of every one of the beasts of the field. <laughs> every yeah. beast. We have a wild squirrel medley. I would eat the I fuck I ate squirrel out of that. once. Are you kidding? Do they have that? Oh, no, not squirrel. Oh. I'm sorry. I ate, uh, what was it? Rabbit. Wild game rabbit. Like my friend's dad went out in the yeah. back uh, when I was growing up. I grew up in uh, rural Pennsylvania, and uh, my friend's dad went out and s- during small game season and like shot a bunch of rabbits mm-hmm. and then brought them back. And his wife, I was there over playing at his house. They're so, like, "Oh, we made stew," and it was like you know whatever. But there's like a BB in the yeah yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> that happens. Well, I just I feel like I'm in good, good company because you guys I've never had that experience. I, I mean, watched I've Back to the stupid, Future. Never had a piece of buckshot in it, and he's eating. He goes back to be, like way back in time. I don't know if Back to the Future one or Back to the Future two. Michael J. Fox is eating it's something. Th- it's three because that's where isn't that where he goes west. back to West Old yeah. West time. Yeah, you're right, but that was not one of the ones I watched. You're like, to. you're right, and just so you know, I don't like to be corrected. <laughs> I can see that look. It was like a dagger. Um, and you have a boner again, and I don't know why. Man. Anytime you talk about Doc Brown, that happens. Yeah. Well, he got a BB in his food? Oh, yeah, I think he's eating, and he's just like taking buckshot out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I think I remember that. And, um, so what's going on these days with you? Uh, anything, um, anything, uh, 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 music related you want to talk about, like, um, promote or any shows or anything like that? No. Uh, well, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> nope. Sweet. I'd, I'd rather people don't pay attention to well, it. No. I played a couple shows this month, uh, nice. that were <laughs> played at the Echo. That's great. Uh, I played at the, the Satellite and I actually played a show at the Echo Country Outpost. Have you ever been there? No, where is that? Place, it's on uh, Glendale right before you get on the two on the right hand side. It's this amazing group of people who do like uh, it's all like sort of like this donation only kind of situation and um, they do all kinds of like art stuff and music it's crazy but they're really really nice people and they're just amazing folks but they did a show um, with Kim Deal Front, you, you know the Pixies. Oh, cool! And um, so I p- opened up for her at that show, wow. which was really fun. It was great. So she's what's that? <laughs> oh, it was it was amazing. That, she was that so w- nice. Floored Dustin enough, <laughs> yeah, to get words from him. Wait, Dustin's pants look funny. Now. <laughs> Four boners. Four boners all at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All it took was the Pixies, <laughs> Doc Brown, Carl's Jr. <laughs> this is like in Zelda, where you hit all, get all statues on on the little thing, and you can go on fight Ganon now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dude Chris called me up, and he was like. uh Dustin, I'll tell you this story. <laughs> and he called me up. He's like, "Hey," or sent me a text message. "Hey, you want to open up for Kim Deal?" And I thought he was like joking. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You know, I'm such a huge fan. And then it happened. <laughs> Isn't it a great, uh, great story? That's an awesome story, dude. And then it the happened. build, the build yeah. to it. I just like to get straight to the denouement. <laughs> you ever thought like maybe you could like open for Ronnie James Dio though? Uh, if if Dio was doing a doing a solo tour, I would totally. Cool, Dio man. What well, about the... Don Dockin, dude? You want to talk about some rock? Rock and Dockin? Yeah. Uh, the two. Uh, slow down. Dio I... is firstly Dio is what? RJD. 
Who is what is 70? Dio? <laughs> yeah. Dio is a band, what? right? Ronnie James no, Dio was the the singer of Sabbath after uh, That's Ozzy, right. but okay. also yeah, just Dio and the lead Dio singer the of Dio. You, the you guys band, both yeah. know a lot of good like old rock references. I feel like yeah. What was well, the other one? Dokken. Yeah, that's like w- Winger, right? Dokken wasn't Don Dokken. He kind of looked like he kind of looked like somebody's uncle. I thought a lot. Mm. Like he had a mustache and like I don't know these he people. wasn't like really quite a fat <laughs> guy, but like he wasn't like a people. skinny guy. He was like that <laughs> that Uncle Girth. You know what I'm talking about? Uncle Girth. Like uncles exist in that place, sort of betwixt the thin man and the fat man. I feel sure, like a sure. lot of times. Oh, like That's a bald, like a baldy uh-huh. ponytail. Yeah. Put on Dawkins a lot of like weight. a rock uncle is the way I always felt. Baldy about ponytail, him, rock him. uncle. The yeah. guy's like, check it out, man. You want to listen to the blues or what? Yeah. And he goes, fuck yeah. He pulls out his brand new Fender Squire, like uh-huh. that doesn't have a single scratch on it. <laughs> oh, plugs man. in his gorilla amp. His and goes, little gorilla. <laughs> He goes, yep, that's the blues. And you're like, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Man, that, that little I'm not sure, like, Uncle. I believe you, Uncle Dockin. <laughs> On a good day. <laughs> All right, Uncle Dockin. <laughs> you, you can go into a guitar center and get that Squire and that Gorilla for a, uh, 119 <laughs> right. with, with a pack of strings <laughs> right. and a strap. You get a fucking guitar strap. Man, yeah, exactly. I don't bundle. know how those guys deal with that. I don't care like what you're. The, the level of noise in there is insane. Oh my god! I went in one time to the guitar center in Hollywood like really early because we were leaving for tour in December, and uh, I had to buy a bunch of stuff. And it was like someone already like literally. I went there right when the door opened, and like or right after the doors opened. But there's somebody already in there like playing a Metallica riff, like a super sure, loud man. on one of the amps. You know, they just like all day long. It's yeah, just like, oh yeah. And then you go into the, you go into the acoustic room where I, I went in there and like, there's someone playing like Indigo Girl songs, but it's like the, <laughs> the guitar is like super like amplified, extra loud. <laughs> like, That's terrible. Yeah! <laughs> it's, like, it's maddening. Oh, I don't know how, man. I don't know how you can work there. Yeah, I. And I it's can. always like, "Hey, bro, how you doing, man? Like, what can I hook you up with?" Like, like they're so casual. Yeah, you yeah. must take Xanax beforehand. Or yeah, and like, then you're like, hey, "I just want to buy these strings, and I've got six dollars cash. Here's both of these things." And they go, "Okay, what's your phone number?" Yeah, I go, "You don't need that. Just go ahead and like, just go ahead and sell me the strings." What address did you use before? What email address did you yeah. use? Yeah, and I give them. I guess I give them a fake one. I just like just put that one in. They go, "Nah, it doesn't match with the other one. What else you got?" I'm like, literally, I'm standing here with cash. Like, I could just Make throw the six dollars at you and run out the door uh-huh. and technically not really be breaking the law because <laughs> we've had the transaction. Uh huh. What, what was the name of your first uh, school that you yeah. went to? Your mom's maiden name. Your mom's maiden name. How no, like, her maiden how name. How likely are you to upgrade? Pro her first tools maiden name in the next six months. <laughs> Do you need a? Uh, do you need a MIDI input device? So I buy the strings and they go, hey, you want to get on the, uh, do the, like the, we got to the two year insurance plan. If you break a string in two years, it oh, costs you $4, you but if you break a string in two years, you can come back and like, no. they didn't actually do that, but they always, it's always stuff I, like, I, I almost <laughs> believed it. That's how I close to it. I didn't believe it because hey, man, I have so no We got a great, we got a great special going on right now on Ernie Ball, uh, <laughs> weight, nine weight strings. Um, real great product. Um, just like read, just read the spec sheets. Just read the spec sheets. I have owned exactly one uh, guitar ever in my life, and on it, all I could do was play a very rough version of the very beginning of Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. That's great. And you the, know what? If that's the one thing you can play, the only thing I can really play on piano is the beginning of Jump by Van Halen. Oh, I would love that. I love Jump. So every once in a while, like, add a guitar center, I'll go into the keyboard section and turn all the keyboards up really loud and just play Jump on each keyboard because I'm like... <laughs> 
The only reason I even had that guitar, I've never actually purchased a guitar. I traded a coffee table for it. Really? So that's the only way. So I have no concept of like the music. price of guitars. Guitar. Like, oh, yeah. Mine cost me exactly one coffee table. I paid $100 for that coffee table. So, so you can do some... Kind of equate the guitar to about $100 of value. <laughs> yeah. That's how much they are. You didn't, so you couldn't play the beginning of uh, "Smoke on the Water." I mean, I feel like that's everyone's starter. I probably mm-hmm. could if I just wasn't so pumped about. I just had a friend of mine who was like, "Man, you want to know how to play the beginning of Breaking the Law?" And I was like, "You know me so fucking well." <laughs> yeah, you go. Let's do this. And um, it happened, and that was it. You should have just started playing. <laughs> well, this is a good segue into what we are have next, which we're so excited. Uh, Don's going to perform on our show. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna move into that now. Oh really? Are you ready to perform for us? Well, I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you. I brought you guys a gift, by the way. I found these were in my in my place. Well, I brought these record things for you. No, I also brought fucking uh, way. This is the I brought you a, of my life. I brought you a oh, hat that says "Oh Happy Day," and I brought you a capo, a fabric capo that's elastic and fabric. First of all, I could I don't never have enough capos. Here you go. Secondly, I downloaded Super Journey. Just the other week in preparation for this. Oh, really? I noticed there were two downloads. It was awesome. <laughs> so, and it was only one a month ago. No, I'm kidding. I can't wait. Um, yeah, this is incredible. For those of you listening, so we just got gifted uh, two, one, two albums. Uh, the most recent one is Super Journey, right? That's the most recent right, one. Right. But also this one from earlier, Tree Flesh Mask, which I don't know. That one's that one's even more homemade, but that's like. Did you ever listen to that Slayer album? Uh, or no, there's a Slayer like, song. I think yes. Called. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. You're talking to the right guy. <laughs> I've listened to all the Slayer discography. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> David's like, I too have the Slayer discography, and you're like, I love Slayer. Oh my god. Do I look like a man that listens to Slayer or what right now? <laughs> oh, happy day. Is it and that's the best. It's like a kid's hat, hat too. I got this that on a tour when right here, Eric. What this needs. <laughs> Sometimes plays bass with me. We went. I did a tour up to Seattle and back uh, last September or August, and I bought that in a. I bought that in a gift shop somewhere, but it's like way too small for a normal head. This but, is incredible. I will wear this at Chipotle where I've been employed <laughs> up until possibly today, which I will find out soon enough. <laughs> did, you, did you skip work today? <laughs> yeah. I may have done that. Yes. You should not have told me about the Chipotle <laughs> thing because now I've got a, a bunch of off-menu questions for you. <laughs> oh, I will help you out, and I can tell you all kinds of shit about Chipotle. I'm an expert at this moment. Oh my god! My is our Chipotle months. funding. <laughs> there went that. Um, well, gr- let's play. This song's super short. Most of the songs are very short. Um, so this song is called "Winning Smile." And it's about, it has to do with uh, when you, uh, because of the theme of the podcast, has to do with when you, if you compare a sort of end of a situation with the beginning. And it's, it's not really that complicated, but. Uh, <laughs> I love it. That's the short of it. <laughs> I hunt for fire when there's no one around. Sometimes I'll dig underneath the ground Take it for granted every time you see Something for nothing when you're with me And I'd like 
other side Not to guarantee Perchance in construction The tower falls Can't you see that? You're so powerful People will cower Every time you're close Cause something's nothing Thank you for listening to Please Be My Girlfriend. Thanks a bunch. We're trying to keep this great content coming at you with all these great comedians, with all these great relationship stories, but we need funding to do that. Will you please subscribe to us on iTunes? Will you please comment us and rate us? That'll help us. It actually is a big deal to comment and rate us on iTunes. Explain why that is, Roman. The more comments and the higher our rating is, the higher we'll move up the podcast ladder. So uh, uh, it lets us appeal to more people and lets more people know the, the podcast is going on. Speaking of more people, the traffic to feralaudio.com has been getting out of control recently. Insane. Insane waves of traffic. And uh, if the you wave... The superhighway is backed up. Yeah, uh, with this web traffic. If you web users uh, will look at the amazon.com link on, on Feral Audio, you'll see it on all our pages... Uh, if you click through that, it takes you to Amazon, and we actually get uh, credit for driving you to Amazon. So if you if you complete a pur- purchase there after clicking that link, that helps us with a small kickback. And, uh, you know, as always, we work very hard to bring you uh, the best comedy that we can, and uh, we definitely don't settle for less. And uh, But it takes effort, and it takes funds. And uh, there is a donation box that you can also click on. So if you find yourself in a position to be able to help us out and help us keep bringing you this comedy and uh, these podcasts, any amount you can give would be greatly appreciated. Also, tweet us. Put us on Facebook and tell your friends. Tell them all. Why not? That sort them out. Now back to the show. Back to the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was very, uh, it was fun for me, and it was very intimate. It felt very intimate here. <laughs> I and really liked it a lot. Me too. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to it more. It's off the first album. Yep, you can, and you can find all those things on the internets, if you want. Now, tell us more iTunes. about that, the internet <laughs> that is... Oh, the internet. Uh, the internet is a um, an ether based, uh, you know, in like the, the idea of the ether, not like ether, ether. like a magic no. point healing potion in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, not that type. Not the, it that restores ether. mana, right? It, yeah, I had no idea the practical. Did you guys uses say another word for ether is mana? Well, ether <laughs> mm-hmm. restores your mana. Yeah, that's. I thought correct. mana was bread. Yeah, it rained. Speaking. Is that not true? Mana and bread are the same thing? I thought. Yeah, like holy mana <laughs> yeah, in the like desert, you know what I'm talking about? Like so you're saying, you go mana and bread are the same thing. And when you tap goes, a swamp. Is it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Let me get my iPhone. Supposedly, there was a jar with holy mana in it inside the Ark of the Covenant, if we ever find that. Oh, yeah, that would be really? mana derived mm-hmm. from planes. Because I thought we found holy. it because we have the Shroud of Torin. Well, that was the Ark of the Covenant wouldn't contain the uh, shroud because the Ark of the Covenant outdates Jesus Christ because it's very Old Testament. Right. 
It's uh, it oh, contained all these talking about? The items. Thing on my there were all these cryptic items that were within it. There was like a some kind of staff that did something cool, like some kind of rod. I can't remember what it did, like shot fire or something. I don't know. Breaking yeah, the law, single casino. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a time capsule of all our favorite stuff. Judas Priest yeah. B sides <laughs> in there. Some fucking sweet mead they have <laughs> saving for later. Guys, I'm putting my favorite mead in here. Come on. Come on. I know, I know. I'm putting it in anyway. No! There's Don't Nate. put in that mead. We want it for tonight. <laughs> Why are you guys breaking my balls? I'm just trying to put... <laughs> we got to put all this shit in the ark, you guys. We said we would. We said we, we made would. a deal. <laughs> I like that. Naked pictures hey, of the hottest desert wanderer is in there also. Before we close the ark. I'm going to fart in it. <laughs> Come is, on, man. Such it's a great sweet. idea. Then we're going to open that arc later. Everyone's going to get Everybody's ancient gonna pink around. eye. Yeah, <laughs> Baresh Ladiah farted in the fucking arc, man. <laughs> what a dick. Like, you're like, oh, man. <laughs> farted in the arc. That would be great because the first thing they would do if they actually uh, opened up the Ark of the Covenant uh, is they would do all kinds of genetic and, chem- and te- uh-huh. chemical testing and biological testing. Uh-huh. So immediately be like, there is fecal matter inside the ark. <laughs> they would know immediately. There'd be, a, there'd be a whole fecal building fecal of matter. scientists dedicated just to dealing with the ark. They could find out who they could perceivably or conceivably like take the fecal matter and just and Jurassic Park reversed genetic engineer and make it harder. Let's Not find just out the what these turd, guys Don. I'm seeing farther than that. I mean, the extent my mind goes is like recreating the person so we'd know who it is. Oh, like, like you could the make way, the man. whole turd. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If you had Sorry, that I'm DNA, not, I don't think big. You my could bad, make like. the whole poop. You like watch Jurassic Park. Do you know what this we means? Could learn. Yeah, you could make a whole tree sap <laughs> thing. <laughs> we'd have Just to patch like it then. with frog poop. That yeah, is awesome. Have. You're like, we could rebuild the man. I'm like, yeah, we could make a turd. <laughs> <laughs> man, I gotta, th- I gotta start like dreaming a little. Use your imagination. I've been living my life with blinders on. <laughs> what am I doing? You never know what's possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, huge poop. <laughs> <laughs> scientist, head CERN scientist, Don Black, took all the resources of the particle accelerator and used Ladies it and gentlemen, <laughs> to create a... At this press conference, I just want to tell you something. We gasp, spent gasp. 25 long years... Photo, photo, snap. <laughs> ...creating this. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Is that Everyone, shit? That was the airlock being released, by the way. It smells like shit in here. Who farted? (laughs) The classic who farted. This guy's a fucking genius. He's got one fan, one admirer. This guy rules. Everybody shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. One piece of ancient corn in it. It's got ancient grain in it. Ah, You know, I learned all that shit about the... uh, What's inside the Ark of the Covenant in this Old Testament class that I took in college? Oh, yeah. Did you and, go to uh, Catholic college? No, nah, I just went to liberal arts school, but we had to take all these humanities. So I went to uh, Appalachian State University, and we had Old and New Testament literature. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll take those. Sounds like a good time actually to learn about, you know, all these things that went on. Because they're not like uh, sacred. They're very secular in their approach to educating you about the things that go on in the Bible and the history around them. Yeah. But uh, this actually made me remember a story that I'd forgotten for quite some time, and it's appropriate because it's a uh, a girlfriend story. Ooh. Mm. You guys were met at Bibles away camps. Well, if we if she had ever become my girlfriend, we would have met in this class. And uh, this story was actually kind of really detrimental for me for my first couple of years of college. Like, uh, 
So it's my first year of college, and I'm right out of high school, you know, and I'm all, like, ready to go. You know, you get to college, you got, like, guys, that's where all the cool girls are is in college. Mm -hmm. Like, it's we're out of high school now, and now it's like, this is where the action is. And everybody's like, yeah. So I go to college, you know, like, all ready to go. There's this cute girl, and she's kind of, like, antisocial a little bit, and she's in my Old Testament class. Like, she doesn't talk to people, and... She always had like kind of like a not like an army jacket, but like a big jacket, you know, and she'd wear like boots and stuff. And at the time, like I was really big into these like punk girls and metal girls and stuff like that. I was like, cool, cool. Me too, bro. So one day I decided I was going to ask her out and I was very nervous about it. And so after class, I was walking and she was like in a rush or something. I don't know what was going on, but I was like, God, I want to ask this girl out. And she was walking. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take the same path she is and then find a time to like ask her out so i'm going she goes to this coffee shop and i at this time do not drink coffee like right. i don't know shit about ordering coffee at a coffee shop like <laughs> i'm like 19 like i've not yet had to deal with the troubles of the world and, like need coffee to like get through it like i do now <laughs> so i'm in line and i just don't know what's going on there's all these people in line and finally i'm behind her in the line i'm like well this is my chance so like, hey, you're in my uh, Old Testament class. And she's, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. And I was like, cool, yeah. Well, uh, my name's Roman. I was just wondering if maybe you'd like to go out sometime. And she was like, yeah. Or we could uh, never do anything ever. And then she walked off. She actually said that? She said those words to me the first time we'd ever spoken. Now, this oh crushes all my, my like, college op. It took, takes me, like, a year and a half to get past this. Jesus. But I will never forget this dude behind me who was very obviously, like, this, like, frat-looking dude. And he was like, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, dude, fuck that. And he became so personally invested in my plight in that moment. And like, that's it, aw- that it made me awesome. feel yeah. great. Like that this guy was like, don't even fucking worry about that, man. That, that, oh, that's, that's, I love it when someone stands up like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. that's like the one guy's like, he Bravo. was so uh-huh. awesome. You know what I mean? Like that happened to me in Philadelphia. This, this last time I was back with my current girlfriend, uh, who's awesome. <laughs> she's awesome uh we went back to philadelphia and uh every you know everyone always complains about how everyone in philadelphia is really rude and I'm, i've spent a lot of time there because i lived there for a long time and i love the city and people are kind of rude but they're very just always feelings on their sleeve you know uh. but i never i always defended i was like oh you know whatever you know that's not true come on you guys are just being sensitive like you know get some callus and so we rode the regional rail like into center city and like this conductor like, or when we were when we were leaving, we took this train back to the airport, and we were getting off the train. This conductor, like, they are like, "Oh, we're stopped at the airport." This is gonna be a terrible story, probably. We stopped at the airport. <laughs> I'm pre uh, pre apologizing. Uh, we get to, they're like. Oh, it's the U.S. Airways stop. Or was there so, some ticketing going on? Like, well, no, was there tickets? Here's the thing: they and, open the door, so we get up and grab our baggage. You're like, like David's. Oh, you're, okay, and there was and the, <laughs> getting the bag. David's really good at feigning interest. Uh-huh. Wow, wow, God. yeah. Uh, uh. So we get off the thing, and the guy, like, um, the, the conductor, like, immediately, the, it's like the conductor's manager. All these people are like at the thing. I walk. We start walking on the train. Just grabbed our bags, and the guy, the guy, literally goes like this. This is like a, a place of. The manager of the place, of the train car, whatever. Uh-huh. He goes like this. He goes. He goes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? In front of everyone on the train, <laughs> and I go. And I was like, 
what? Like, I had no yeah. idea what he was even talking about. And he goes, he goes, what stop are you getting off at? I was like, US, US Airways. And he goes, there's like three different stops. Which stop? Like, yelling at me in front of these people. <laughs> right. And I felt bad because because uh, Kelsey was there and she was like, and I was didn't want to be rude, but also the, the Philly thing, like, came out. And I was like, I was like, Fuck you! You shouldn't talk to people like that. You know, it's Whoa, like, yeah. and like some guy behind me goes, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I love that." No, but I was like, I was like, the guy just like flipped out on me for no reason. I re- I didn't know. I had no idea why. I guess it was like maybe we took too long, like walking up the aisle. But yeah. it was just. But it was a great moment like yours, where yeah, like some it, some some guy behind me, and then I sat down. And some guy, they're like, "That guy's such an asshole." Oh, like, I, yeah, it makes you feel great because yeah, you're you like, I'm not, I'm not, not totally wrong. Fool. I wish I hadn't yeah. cursed at him in front of in front of Kelsey, but. So I feel well, even that. so, well, sometimes a dude's just got to be put in his place, in my opinion. I think I, that was I, was, I told you that. this this story mm-hmm. on uh, on the flight. I recently came back from uh, Washington doing the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Touring Co. show there. And uh, we came back, we're on the flight, and uh, this dad from like a few seats behind us, after we land, is like up in front and he really wants to get off the flight. So he's like taking his stuff down. And he reminds me of J.D. McCoy's dad on Friday Night Lights, if you've ever uh, seen. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Come on, son. Come on, son. Get on up. And he, he t- instructs his two sons, who look like they're maybe 15 and 17, to come up and follow him and get in front of the people who are trying to get off ahead, which... As I think the common protocol is, you go <laughs> the first person and the next person. Yeah, you know, and you like, can yeah. meet up with your associates once you get right. off the plane. And right. so he's yelling at his sons to, come on, boys, come on up here. And his sons like are like passing these people and like cutting off these old women and stuff. And as they walked by, I said, um, regardless of what your father says to you, it's rude to get in front of people. <laughs> and I said it loud enough for him to hear, and I just said it to the two boys. Did you have a don't question, don't tell me how to raise my sons moment? And then he looked at me, and I made complete eye contact with him. I didn't look away, and I said, what? <laughs> I, was, I was so... I people could see your ma- face when you just yeah. said that now. Well, because that I really think nice. that's so fucking rude to say, come on, boys, do this thing that's rude. And mm. it puts those poor kids in a shitty situation. Like, either we... We, you know, act like social idiots and cut everybody off, or uh, or we disobey our father. You know, and then he likes beats, beats the you crap at home. Out of us yeah, like that. Yeah, come on, JD, you gotta make varsity. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> we gotta you get think, off the plane fast enough so you can get in the. You think Peyton camp. Manning waits in line on the plane? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he never has. Never will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was hoping somody'd be like, yeah. Nobody. <laughs> well, the thing is, so I don't know that I would have. Done, I don't know what that would have done. What you did, like, what do you always do things like that? Are you a real, like, are you out for justice? You know, we did a little like talk Steven about this Seagal? with our with our characters a little bit as as they pertain, you know, to, to yeah how we how we see ourselves within our world, I guess, mm-hmm. and 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 kind of the the characters of Roman and David, and yeah, David's very principled, you know. So He's, wait, is that real? You? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. real David's principled, but yeah. Roman and David, David but is not principled. It's, no, he's even more. It's yeah, it's like just more, more exaggerated. exaggerated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of the actual you. Yeah. Did you just show your cards? Uh, like <laughs> that's so funny. Well, we, we're trying to do a show. Please be my girlfriend. Uh, so we're, we we have a show that we're shooting as well. We play characters. So uh, right now. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. So, so I oh, have basically. a jack. Hi. So if you have anything, you will win this this hand. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> they're just terrible at cards. <laughs> yeah. Jack, hi. What would you guys I'm all say? in. Would you guys crap your pants if I told you I had a jack high? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you should enter the World Series of Poker. <laughs> I didn't even ask you if I should be cursing or not before we started this. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, Whoa. It feels, feels, <laughs> feels so fucking good. Liberation. I didn't even ask I think about the time I said they put all that bullshit in the fucking Ark of the Covenant. We sort of threw that <laughs> oh, out the window. Right. And this is Great. <laughs> fine. I'm not perceptive. Whatever. <laughs> and that's I'm glad we're man. almost done. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I am, I am a Christian and I will say shit like that. So uh, fucking that bullshit in the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To every fucking animal. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it took. They put all them motherfuckers on there and they fucked and had babies and shit. I would love to hear a very coarse southern uh, <laughs> reading of the Bible, interpretation of the Bible as read by Roman Presnell. Yeah. Well, then they all went up the fucking <laughs> Mount, Mount Ararat, whatever, and then um, these two guys came down. I don't know what the hell they were doing up there, but I'll tell you what, man. They uh, they all ran Not down real right. quick. Jesus got pissed as shit. Yeah. He about flipped that table upside down. He was like, what in the fuck? Money changers up in the temple. All he them, was not having that shit. fucking money collectors, <laughs> man, were sh- shitting their britches. Have you ever had a muskrat in your onion patch? Yeah. It was a lot like uh, that. About, <laughs> about damn near run on money. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Problem is that river's got a <laughs> Moses burned? all up in it. They got burnt. Oh man, he did damn near burnt all my you know, that, onions. The things of the must. I uh, want to master this. The muskrats and the onion patch. I did and. Dream stories are so shitty, but I've always loved this one because it's so reflective of my personality, I think, is I once had this dream where I was in this gigantic farmhouse, and I had this beautiful field full of crops, and I was just wandering around my field, and I suddenly had this thought, (laughs) and I was like, I bet... I hope that damn Jason's not running around in my taters. <laughs> and it was Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Man, I hope Jason ain't running around so my I taters. So I grab the stick and I go over to where the taters the are growing. Yeah. Interesting. And sure enough. <laughs> There's Jason. He'll so, fly in the ointment. Tell me he ain't running around on your he taters. Is. He's like, he's Please like say that's not what digging around and like fucking him up. He's trying to fuck him up. Fucking up. He ain't trying to play yeah. Taters? I had like seven rows of taters and he was fucking them all up. So I just had to go over there and with this stick. And I was like thrashing him and like running him off. Get on out of my taters. And, it was, and I was like, gone, Jason, gone now. Get. So instead of Jason, instead of Jason trying to kill you, he was out in your potato. Patch yeah, he was like ruining my crops. machete, pulling out the potatoes. And you're like, I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse. That's great. I, got, I just about got a Freddy Cougar in my cabbage patch. Man. It kept recurring, like not, yeah. not multiple dreams, but like in that same dream, like That's a friend awful. of mine called and she's like, this within the world of the dream, she's like, hey, I'm about to get to your place. So I go up this long uh, dirt road and I'm like, yeah, come on up. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, hold on. I call her back and I'm like, when you're coming up here, just don't stop the car for anything because I think that damn Jason's down in these bushes. Or you go like this. When you're on your way up the path, mind Jason. Yeah. <laughs> just mind him. Bring a stick with you. I yeah, had to go out stick, and man. run him off in these bushes. Sure enough, he's <laughs> down in there. Jason is pesky shit. He will come at you. He'll come at you. You just, you just don't back down. Just grind, grind, you know. Just look him in the face. Rug him in your face. Look him in the eyes. Stand tall. Yeah, stand, stand <laughs> tall. Don't your butt spine. Stand tall, man. Bare your teeth. 
he ain't he'll tough. smell he, your fear. He just wants you to look. He, <laughs> wants, smell he your, wants to look scary. Smell but. your fear. <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting all big because he's trying to look scary. Yeah, man. It's like Don't a cobra. Be, yeah, stand Doug. up on it. <laughs> Get up on it. Yeah. The saddest Show part is boss. This, this dream. I mean, it's really happened. Like this is not a, a I, bit. Like I love it. that that's real, dude. That is so funny. Wouldn't you know it? The best is because you got to the point with the reveal where you go. And wouldn't you know it? Jason is out there <laughs> digging up my potatoes. <laughs> oh. oh. My I worst mean, fear realized. <laughs> um, I want you to come into the Ruin Exorcist. The like you come in and you're like supposed to like exercise, get the get the ghost out or get the demon out of this girl. <laughs> She's been a fucking <laughs> getting up all in my green beans. Yeah. I would love what to happens be the is character. She, she gets possessed. She goes out and digs up all my carrots. <laughs> I was just like, she got about the devil in her. Yeah, yeah. She got she's definitely there. possessed. Yeah. Now, first thing, no, she just beats, wants carrots. Them beets nope, need to stay possessed. under for at least three more weeks. And she's she's just pulling up them beets just like a them up. like a tiller gone mad. My, yeah, like a tiller just gone mad. My tiller's possessed. Well, hell, once she done pulled them out of the ground, can't do nothing with them. Then that's it. I mean, they done being yeah. completely. Well, you can put them into you can make a uh, vegetable broth, but that's about all you can <laughs> get. <laughs> Out of them. Burnt. That's a good mountain word is rent. 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 We got like something gets rent. <laughs> I left my magazines out in the rain and now they're rent. Rent. You're like, your magazines are wet? Well, they got all water. No, I can't read them for shit. They're rent. <laughs> That's a good one. No, can't they ain't wet. Shit. They ain't just wet. Well, you know, you put some of them down. If you put a few magazines underneath their car, it'll sop up all the oil. You ever know that? I thought it was called Earl. It's called oil. Oh, oil. <laughs> you put a little I get bit of oil changed every now and again. If, you, if it ain't running right, it's probably oil. David, when you were little, did you also have a thicker? There's this. Uh, there's this video of me uh, on around Christmas, and I'm probably like six years old, and I'm running around the house in these like He-Man underwear, mm-hmm. and I'm like uh, otherwise like nude, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and I'm just like holding this Christmas book and I'm like jingle bells jingle bells <laughs> and I'm doing these little like somersaults and picking it's gonna be Christmas really? <laughs> mom and dad are like look how excited he is because uh, they're from Massachusetts <laughs> your parents don't have an accent and, yeah they're they're just from all around really and, and uh, jingle bells that was my friends and it totally went away though uh, but yeah I used to be, you have to why don't you uh, make an audio version of that and play it on your next podcast that's like, incredible find it yeah, footage Jingle Bales. <laughs> Jingle Bales. I would love to hear Bales. it. It sounds sick. Bales. Yeah. Bales. There's something awesome. if you have double L in, in the southern dialect, you can really like turn into a Y. Like, Jingle. Chapel Hill. Hill. <laughs> Jingle Bales. Like, you can do that. Yeah. Bale. 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 Bales is ringing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was on VHS, so it, like I just kind of assume anything that's on VHS doesn't exist anymore it doesn't work anymore you can't actually you know i was uh i read this article on cnn about uh i want to say about two weeks ago but it was talking a lot about uh sort of the perceptions of the south uh in the current like environment and media mm-hmm. environment and stuff and uh it talks a whole lot about how like there's like a great deal of alienation that goes on right now considering like how not so different the south is now especially in the world of the internet the internet and communications and stuff like that yeah and uh there's this gigantic like 
huge. I mean, like, there's a total backlash against Southerners all the time that people aren't, like, familiar with, especially. Yeah. And, like, people from the South, like, it's very, like, for me, it was very difficult moving out here because I talked about this in uh, one of our other podcasts. So when you have a certain dialect or a certain accent, especially away from the South, people always assume the most, like, racist and assume the most like hateful things about you well, it's like sa- it's crazy it's the like, same way if someone comes to the united states and has a british accent yeah it's like this guy is good yeah, like, this yeah. Is good what, what i'd like to do is i'd like to shh, shh, listen up i'd like to have you come over here and i'd like to make love to you and then uh i'd like you to go home and never call me and you're like <laughs> i guy would love to shit he sounds right really get yeah you know, of she, course. Exactly. Oh, I'd no. like to. And All then, right, uh, what's going to happen is you put your wallet down, and I'm going to take it, and then I'm going to leave. Okay. I mean, hey, you know what? Fair enough. That's a great idea. No, it was the same difference. Or like the Philadelphia, I always thought with the Philadelphia accent and the Baltimore accent are really weird accents. I don't know if you're familiar with Can you give us it. some? The Philly one would be like, yo, bot- yo, yo, man, what's going on, buddy? Now get the fuck out of here. Get the yeah, fuck out I heard of here. that one. I, I messed it up because I'm because uh, I was still stuck on the yeah, southern still, accent thing. Uh, but like, I was like, if a doctor, like, <laughs> it's like if your doctor was like a brain surgeon and he's like, you know, he's like, I don't know, man, like, probably gonna just like cut cut the back of your head open and then like get in there and just like <laughs> find a tumor and just like I don't know, probably just like use a it's like a laser kind of scalpel <laughs> scalpel thing and then we're gonna like cut it out and then we're gonna. <laughs> probably just you know wait six weeks to see how it pans out you know whatever and you're like i don't think you're Jesus, the guy that wants to do really? the surgery but if the other guy the british guy was like what i'm gonna do is i uh, i've got a spell for you and i'm just gonna you i know the team is very advanced but what we're gonna do is i'm just gonna do the spell and uh hopefully it'll go away and you're like that's a much better idea you made him kind of British cockney people though we're gonna try i know technically it's like <laughs> it took me to spinal t- it made me think nigel Tufnell yours was, was doing better it. yours is better yours is more yours is more upper class oh no upper i i mean we look <laughs> I, don't, no, I don't like him yeah, if i don't that, like it i'd feel just as scared yeah as the as the rough hockey fan which is the I assume the guy was a hockey fan I just made that assumption yeah who probably. you did before probably a, fly, probably a Flyers fan sure 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 and then sure. where I'm from the guy's like I'm gonna cut that some bitch open root around up in there a little bit and find something sour in there fucking take care of it and <laughs> yes. that. I got 23 degree none of them are honorary mind you yeah. <laughs> I earned every got, got, gosh darn one of them yeah. yeah well that's the thing too it's like you know what they do I think it's a Carl's Jr. commercial actually where they for this Philly Philadelphia sandwich or, or for these burgers do you, you guys know what I'm talking about where the, it's these guys and it's like the Philly it's called like the Philly or something like that okay oh, so it's a like, Philly theme and the guys in the Philly outer on go- a burger yeah but shit, they keep saying yeah. burger over and over yeah. again instead of saying burger the way like people in Philadelphia would say it they go boiga they keep yeah. saying boiga oh. and it's like and honestly like you do your research you know do what I'm your saying? Like, research do your research yeah, it's but yeah the guy but over and over it's like boigas. How many boigas are we gonna get? Yeah, we'll get some boigas. Now I'm like I don't know what they're talking I've about. Never if you actually, dated no one a girl, ever said that. do that. What if you what if you were dating a girl and she had a thick accent? How would that make you feel? I would like that. Wait, let's specify the accent. Australian, hot, cute, right? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Generally, all of us, I would say, yeah, yeah that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Or, sure. For whatever reason. British. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, thick, 
uh, Minnesota. Thick Minnesota. <laughs> thumbs down. Down. That's a thumbs for down. thick Minnesota. Yeah, we have. Th- yeah, we have some thumbs down. I dated downs. A, a really nice girl from Minnesota, uh, but did very, very thin, but very nice. Thin accent. Because every once in a while, yeah, very thin accent, and every once in a while, I thought I was, you just out of nowhere decided to qualify <laughs> her physical experience, her <laughs> physical appearance. <laughs> She's very beautiful, she, and also had a thin, thin had a thin accent. <laughs> <laughs> but well, the that, every once in a while will come out and you'll be like oh that's uh, cute but the really thick Minnesota one is the one where I'm always just like I, it feels very passive mm-hmm. so maybe like a little passive aggressive like so what I was like a, you know well, are you sure you want to go over okay uh, you know it's your funeral you know oh, like that kind so, of yeah. no, you're just like oh come that's on. so unsexy yeah that one to me so what, what about ones, like Texas Texan. I find that sexy. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cute. I'm still thumbs up on every single option. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to rack my I'm brain. I'm all comers. <laughs> I cannot think of an accent that... That would turn you off? Would, oh, I mean, you, like, maybe in, a mo- in certain in moments like, yeah. it could. Uh-huh. But, like, overall, like, I think I would just, Russian. like, be pumped anyway. Russian. Russian. No, I mean, I'm down with that. This is great. <laughs> Russian chick? German? Like thick German? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, you like Why that? Not? Sure, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What well, kind of judgment is that? I know you're into S&M and stuff now. <laughs> you're like getting whipped and stuff because you yeah. say you're like girls with thick German accents. That's what I think. That's funny. You mean, it's that that is like a very... Uh, Perceptive. <laughs> very perceptive. highly perceptive for me it'd probably be more tonality than the accent I think as far as like if something turned me off oh know, like a really do you okay. like what if she had like a, a certain that, pitch or a certain what about depth or, super low like if she was like this hey Roman <laughs> I think well, I think we all should eyes. go to the Carl's Jr. together what if she said the Carl's Jr. don't thing? go <laughs> no don't I'm go. sorry don't go with her. <laughs> Don't go with me- Melissa. Go with me. Yeah, you're right. I'm closing Tabitha. my eyes and I can't possibly want you this to be happening. You did it much better than I did because no, you took the accent out. You said, "Listen, I think we both know. I think we both know what we both want." I've been looking at the uh, the flowers you've selected for the wedding, and I don't know if I really want to go with Jane those. Jane Lynch uh, is in the studio. <laughs> Sorry, that's me, but it really did sound like. Uh, oh. Oh. I really think we have something special. <laughs> um, maybe you and I... I have a frog in my throat. I'm sorry. Do you know, I would rather have all of that, though, than... Roman, um... Yeah, don't, don't be so frightened. I hate that. Me fucking... You hate when girls are frightened? Yeah, clearly. Don! Don! <laughs> what kind Don! of... Don! I thought everybody liked when Don. girls were frightened. <laughs> Don's dick is hard enough for all four of us. Oh, man. <laughs> all of our dicks became his dick. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that would happen. <laughs> I'm... I'm... Oh. I'm used to girl. <laughs> uh, that I hate. Like I don't know. Why don't you go through? Why, how about <laughs> names? How about names? Uh, names of people we hate. Names of attractive names. No. You think? I, see, I don't think the name has anything to do with it. Uh, I, you really don't? Of course not. Freakonomics like did something on this. They, it's names just happen, and then you know whatever. Wow, it's, you really it, it put that to bed. It doesn't okay, shape. Well, not talk about that. <laughs> Put Dang. that one to bed. Okay, I judge and jury. This is your show. Jay, <laughs> so. Look, I'm rich with fucking power with these <laughs> fucking giant CDs. Yep. <laughs> you could use them as coasters. <laughs> I love giant. Giant. Front. Giant. Giant. 
Gun. Sean. Sean. Gun. 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 Um, no, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't live up to a certain name. I, I you don't just, think a name has an appeal or not? Or, or maybe, maybe uh, okay. Just, no, if I heard, yeah, obviously if I heard, uh, you know, if I was going on a blind date or something and never met the person, Erda. Like, do you want to be Erda? <laughs> you well, can go on a blind date with Genevieve or Erda. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would way rather know. go out with Genevieve. Patricia or Tiffany? Patricia or Tiffany. I'm going to choose. Is that a trick question? Is one of those supposed to be obviously bad? I'm just, I'm just, I think Patricia I'm just using older. this. I've got yeah. a series of questions, and each one, what, of the, what I'm doing really a psychological profile. Is, is I'm saying, not asking you to. You're asking about the age of the woman, because what you're saying is like, Erda was a popular age at some point, but like in the 1910s or something. And so, like, what you're really saying is, would you rather date somebody who's like an octogenarian, or would you rather. <laughs> not date... a current Erda. <laughs> we can go back. Like, to the t- oh. Anyone who would now be named Erda. <laughs> if that's your question, then I have no. I, I truly believe there is no. I used to have a Mrs. Robinson complex, but... Oh, man, me too. I talked about this on another podcast, that when I became sexually active, or, like, as a boy, like, became aware of my own sexuality, had, the only women oh, okay. who were around who were available... <laughs> this guy. ...were the teachers. <laughs> this freaking guy. The older women. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Who's your Mrs. Robinson? Uh, who? Yeah. Oh, in the, like, fantasy world? No, in, in your... Who did you... Which older women did you I fuck without a condom? who was my Mrs. Robinson... <laughs> Wait, uh, an ex-girlfriend? Who was, yeah. She was a lot not, older? Not, yeah, well, I mean, a lot older for the time, yeah. Cool. Not, because, you know, like, when you're younger, uh, you know... Ten years. Six and- or seven years. Seven years is a huge leap. Gotcha. Don't you think? So, you were 13 and she was 20 right. years old. Right. She was my teacher. Uh, what do you think about those true. teacher scandal stories when a hot teacher fucks a kid in the fifth grade or something? I don't know. You know what's really crazy to me is the... Oh, you mean like the hot lady teacher? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's really... It blows my mind. Yeah. What do you guys think? I really... Okay, I'll just be honest. I'm rarely Uh a care about them when I read them. I like just want to read something else. Like I just don't. I'm I get rarely so impacted tintillated. by it. Like if the story. Did you say tintillated? I yes. I, I flush my, my tint changes and I change my windows. I put that <laughs> shitty stuff on there. That's how excited I get. The, the peel off stuff that. Uh huh. It what, works. Wait. For, let me ask you a question. Didn't that one lady though who um didn't she? Yeah, and she like went to jail, and then she got out of jail, and then he graduated from high school, yeah, and now and they, they're together they're, still. Yeah. yeah, that's true love. <laughs> Forbidden love, stories, super intense. You, See, you basically for this podcast, you also need just a camera on David's eyes for when he says <laughs> stuff like that. Just so, like, so when you're like, true love. It's like um, super the time though, like scary. If I like when I used to teach high school, and I remember one of their stories came up when I was like in the the teacher's lounge really and somebody was like did you hear about that teacher that that lady that blah 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 i'm like nah man they've got these new hot pocket soft subs that i they're like soft subs. they're like hot pockets but the bread is soft like that that was always like my reaction like <laughs> i don't i don't care at all about this shitty story you're telling you never me, had a connection like, with one of your suit what did you teach uh high school drama okay oh yeah you high could, school theater teacher. you never had a connect like, like a, a you were actress. never like man this is so weird. You had to. I Lolita. had a few crushes. Lolita Jameson. Her I had name crushes was Lolita Jameson. towards me, which was very <laughs> Irish. Interesting. It was. It was She's very like, difficult. I don't like, know how to read these lines. And you were like, "Well, 
So well, you so Sorry. you had girls that were crushing on you, the teacher. Yeah, which sounds cool until you are a teacher. Like it's that's the whole thing is like though your whole life, or you know, you hear about something like that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like it'd be cool, you know. I'd just be flattered and stuff. But then in the age of like. No closed doors anywhere, like total teacher it, paranoia. It makes you feel like you're going to yep. get in trouble, yeah. yep. even like, though you have nothing to do with it. Yeah, completely. And it We're was always totally clear. so stressful. Like, oh, I get that. I was a teacher too at around the same time. Really? This one, yeah. I was, High school? Uh, I taught middle school after college for one year. That'd I did have this one, uh, this one girl in class who was like really a sexual little girl, like for like the sixth grade, and she. Yeah, it was really awkward. You just you're just thinking about getting fired. That's all you think about. Yeah, just you just like yourself. want her out of your class as fast as possible. Yeah, so yeah. Well, a lot so of creepy. times the worst is like if you have a student that you take special interest in because like, and you know people do have like connections. I think regardless of age and stuff like that. And like you take a special interest in a student that wants to do something. It's like having you your know, favorite like, son or daughter. <laughs> Is that well? I mean, honestly, like what it was like was like I would have a student who like she would work hard and like really care and want to do all these things after or after high school and go to college, and that made me feel good because it was like my teaching is taking effect. I'm changing a life, and like so you start working with a student, and then I think because they're so much younger and they have all these feelings going around, they don't know how to separate. You know, it's like admiration or romantic, like things get confused for them and come together. And that's when like one of these intense crushes will start. And then it's weird for me to be like, you don't know anything about me. Like what you're feeling is this sort of like this person is helping you and teaching you. And it's you feel like you're improving and gaining this. But because you don't know who I am, you don't know anything about me. Like it's not actually a romantic feeling. You're misunderstanding what your feeling is, and this is the only it's way you know how to express it. I to think. hear the same author of the posts to those celebrity girlfriends express this. <laughs> <laughs> like you've said in those posts that you see them as the one-dimensional, like what they represent only. You feel you have these deep relationships with them based on they have nothing. It's uh, yeah, no. That's just funny to hear. <laughs> Shows a full. There's a ve- range a of your capabilities as a writer. Great depth of spirit. What is that? Was that on a uh, shoot on the Tenacious D HBO series, right? Where he's like, "You're confusing the art with the artist." And he's like, "Yeah, when I'm out there, I'm the shit." I'm Zeus. <laughs> Back here, I'm just playing Jack. <laughs> you know, something like that. that always pops. That pops into my head on occasion. Anyway, like, have you guys seen that? I haven't it's seen it. So, yeah, it's a it is while. so good. So it, good. Are you talking about there's not like a new one. No, no, no the the original okay, one. Yeah, the original yeah, one. I remember that. that. Still, to me, is like some real genius stuff. That album. Speaking that of real genius, theirs was so the, fucking good. Well, we're at the end of. Another episode, another podcast. Please be my girlfriend. I hate the emptiness I feel at this time. Oh, yeah. It's so sad at the end. I have a good feeling of closure, though. That's good. Um, For me. Yeah, yeah. it's not like the last episode of Lost, really, which I feel empty also after that. I had a real good time, I'll tell you guys. This is really, really super-duper fun. It is so much fun. We've had a great time having you. I wish I could do it uh, all the time. And you should come back sometime. Yeah, for you sure. You know what would be really cool is I'm learning to play the musical Saw, um, which I haven't, I'm not very good at right now, but if I can get that down, that would be you fun to play bluegrass. something, I'll do a musical Saw. That would be you really cool. You know, at cool. first I thought you were referring to a Broadway musical, musical adaptation of the, of the movie Saw. Saw. <laughs> I was totally on board. I 
was just I was shocked. I'm learning right. how to play the no musical No one has the music. Saw. I copped it because it never made it to the stage. <laughs> so I've got the music from the musical saw. And I'm going to perform that. No, but I really do. I got a musical That's saw so for a friend cool, of mine was man. moving. He's like, I'm selling a musical saw. And I just bought it from him. That is awesome. It's really cool. Do you want to uh, say goodbye or pitch anything? Or I mean, not pitch anything. Well, I'd uh, say, promote I'd anything say uh, if people want to find what's going on uh, with the music stuff, they can go to www. It's World Wide Web. Uh, period G-H-I-A-N-T period N-E-T that's right. giant dot net yeah net dot net love those period nets yeah period net <laughs> www period G-H-I-A-N-T period net the Tampax period net creates a absorbent net the Tampax period net doesn't catch all your problems <laughs> I've got pretty- <laughs> but it definitely looks like you're trying there's a soccer ball ro- like rolling out to the street <laughs> yeah. period net won't solve everything yeah, exactly my face on mom got but it will pretty cool net I just wish I had still one can't of those go to in the pool. gladiator nets <laughs> oh like a period net yeah that's what I want the gladiator period net well, oh, thank you so much for being on the show, Don. Hey, thanks for having me. It was it's awesome. Been a pleasure. It's been fantastic having you here. A, it's pleasures on this side of the room. Trust me. Pleasure we are going to outro opposite sides of the room <laughs> with another song. <laughs> Until then, please be my girlfriend. Please, please be my girlfriend too. All right. This song. Uh, here's another song. Thanks to you guys for being so awesome. Uh, it's called Awesome Adjacent. It's also a song about a girl situation, so it fits in.
is an artist-friendly podcast collective, hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm. Today, all of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Please Be My Girlfriend features the music of David Harris. Visit fairlawyer.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.